2: is something that happens in life, it happens in sports, and I think we have to teach kids how to do that more effectively.
0: This is where sports talk gets real. That
2: word, playing, it's gone from our society in a lot of ways with kids.
0: And now here's your host, Dr. Andrew Jacobs. Hello everyone, I am sports psychologist,
2: Dr. Andrew Jacobs. Welcome to our show here from the leader in sports, Sports Radio 810 WHB in Kansas City, our flagship station. Wrong with my producer, Chris Bullock. I'm here every week and we talk about the mental side of sports on this show. And I look forward to doing the show every week because it's about psychology. It's about mindsets. It's about people. I've been in practice as a sports psychologist in Kansas City for 38 years. I've been on the radio for 28 years. This is my 18th year on this station. And if you listen to the show on a regular basis, you know I like to talk about people. I like to talk about how we get along, how we deal with issues. As a sports psychologist, I've been practicing with all kinds of people, sports, teams, levels, little kids up to the Olympics and professional athletes. I've been team psychologist for professional teams, college teams, the Olympic team. I work with some incredible people. I worked with some real jerks, too. Because there are a lot of them out there in the world of sports. And along the way, I've developed a philosophy about life and about people. I am 64 years old. I've dealt with a lot of personal issues myself as I've moved along in life. And one of the things that I've learned that my grandmother taught me, my grandma Shirley, who lived with us growing up, always talked about respect. And she said, you used to tell my sisters and I how important it was to respect people. And I've learned that word is maybe the most important word I think we can really look at when it comes to relationships. Do you respect people? As a psychologist, I work with people on how they feel, on their, ma- their mindsets, their attitudes, their self-esteem, their self-confidence, their demeanor. I work with people in relationships. I've had dozens and dozens and dozens of scenarios with professional Olympic teams where I've brought athletes in to talk with coaches about their confidence, about their self-esteem, about how they got along, about their relationship. Along the way, I've met a lot of very interesting people from lots of different backgrounds. But there's one thing that I've learned from everything along the way. I don't care if you're an athlete, if you're a coach, if you're an attorney, a psychologist, a janitor, a teacher, whatever you do. You are a human being. And you deserve to be treated respectfully. Now, if you are someone who is disrespectful and does awful things, that's one thing. This past week on this station, it's been national news that the host of Between the Lines, Kevin Keatsman, made a fairly derogatory comment about Andy Reid, and I'm going to quote exactly what he said. It did not work out particularly well in his family life, and that needs to be added to this as we're talking about the Chiefs. He wasn't really good at that either. He's had a lot of things go bad for him, family and players. He's not good at fixing people. Well, that was in reference to the fact that his son Garrett committed suicide several years ago. Kevin has consequently been uh, mutually agreed on to leave the station. He's been here forever. He's one of the founders of the station. I've been on a show before. But that comment was disgusting. You know, I don't care if you're on the radio, you're on TV, you're in the classroom. Insulting people or making a derogatory comment about somebody because of something tragically that's happened to them in their family is, is just, it's just plain flat wrong. I've never met Chiefs coach Andy Reid. I've worked with several Chiefs players privately. They have all told me he is a wonderful human being. Forget coach. I don't care about him as a coach. I care about him as a person. When I work with people, I care about them as people. I care about them as in terms of who they are. And I hope on this show, in the 28 years I've been on the radio, the 18 years here, I haven't insulted anybody. I'm sure I probably have at some point. People have called up and disagreed with me on things, and we've talked about it. You know, if somebody does something stupid or dumb, that's one thing. But to criticize somebody because maybe you're not good at fixing people, well, his job isn't to fix people. His job is to coach. And I will tell you something. I've worked with some of the greatest athletes around. I had the privilege of working with the Kansas City Royals as their team psychologist, the first sports psychologist full-time with the baseball team in 1990. I got to know George Brett, who I loved at the end of this world. Named my youngest son after him. Got to know Bo Jackson, Willie Wilson, Frank White, John Wathan, Tom Gordon, Mark Gubazaw, Brett Saberhagen. All these, all these people, and, and dozens of others. And you know what? But they're people. They're people. I I, I went out after games because I was with the team full time. I'd be out after a game and be with George Brett. People would nonstop bother the guy. He'd sign autographs. Finally, he'd say, I have to, I've got to leave. I can't do this anymore. And then one person would be rude. He'd say something back, and then all of a sudden negative things are said about him. Well, you know what? Athletes are people. They've got feelings. And when you make fun of them, when you pick on them, it's wrong. Okay? I get it if a, an athlete doesn't perform well. You pay money to go watch him. You're upset at that. But you know what? You don't make fun of their family. You don't pick on them because they have personal issues. I can't share a lot of the confidential things I've done with many, 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 many athletes over the years. I've had many of them who have come to me in crises to talk about issues. I've had many of them have to deal with personal problems. And we've worked on that. We've talked about athletes are people. They've they've got kids. They've got parents. They've got spouses. They're people. Mental health is a big, big issue in our society. You know, when somebody breaks their arm, you see that it's broken. You go to the doctor. You set it. You put it in a cast and you fix it. When somebody's confidence is broken or somebody's confidence is affected, you can't see it the same way. And you need to talk about it. But you don't insult people. You don't degrade people. Mental health is the biggest problem in our society today because people don't get it. It's becoming more, talked about much more in sports now because athletes are people. Last week I had a soccer coach on this show from New York who in the handshake line after the game had a kid under the other team punch one of the kids on his team. He grabbed that kid so he wouldn't hit anybody else and then he got attacked by three dads who beat the living daylights out of him on the ground. And it wasn't, nationally known because there was no video of it like there was at the baseball game in Colorado, the seven-year-old baseball game where a 13-year-old umpire calling balls and strikes got yelled at by dads and there was a brawl. Where has respect gone? You know, the President of the United States insults people all the time, which I disagree with. I'm not getting into politics. I think the way he talks about people is wrong. If he was at seven-year-old or an eight-year-old in school, he'd be in trouble. But because he's present, he gets away with it. Where has respect gone in our society? You don't insult people, especially about their mental health. I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. It really ticked me off what I heard of this week because it's wrong. And I'd like to hear from you. If you're a coach, you're a sports fan, you're a person, how do you feel about the topic of respect in sports in life? And what do we do about it to change it? It is an issue we need to address. I want to talk about it today. Where has respect gone and why don't we respect people, especially athletes or coaches, about who they are? Give me a call and let's talk. I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. This is the Sports Psychology Hour.
0: This is the Sports Psychology Hour. are you an athlete competitor or ordinary individual who wants to learn how to relax build confidence and think more positively then the 20 minutes to success series of digital downloads and audio cds from sports psychologist dr andrew jacobs are perfect for you 20 minutes to success will teach you techniques to help you succeed dr jacobs covers topics like deep breathing for better focus confidence building and positive visualization the 20 minutes to success series includes programs for individual sports like swimming running, tennis, and baseball. You can also target overall athletic performance or relaxation. For more information and to get 20 minutes to success on digital download or CD, go to winnersunlimited.com and click products. That's winnersunlimited.com and click products. One more time, to get 20 minutes to success, go to winnersunlimited.com and click products. The world of youth sports has grown tremendously in the last few years, and with that growth comes questions. What's the right age to let my child start playing? When should winning and losing become important? And how can the youth sports experience be fun? These questions and many more are addressed head-on in sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs' book, Just Let Him Play, Guiding Parents, Coaches, and Athletes Through Youth Sports. Written with Major League Baseball pitcher Jeff Montgomery and Hall of Fame swimming coach Peter Malone. Just Let Him Play tackles the issues that make youth sports increasingly difficult for parents, coaches, officials, and especially kids. Just Let Him Play explains the importance of winning and losing, success and failure, and why it's okay when not every athlete gets a trophy. For more information and to get your copy of Just Let Him Play, go to winnersunlimited.com and click Products. That's winnersunlimited.com and click Products. One more time, for your copy of Just Let Him Play, Go to winnersunlimited.com and click Products.
3: plus broad spectrum, equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A
4: message from the US Food and Drug Administration. Over the years, you've brought them into your home. You were prescribed opioids after the C-section, when dad injured his back, when your basketball star tore his ACL. Opioids helped with the pain and you held on to them just in case. But did you know holding on to unused opioids puts your family at risk? Opioids are powerful, pain-reducing prescription medicines. But most people who are prescribed opioids don't finish their prescriptions. So millions of unused opioids are sitting in homes across the country. And tragically, more than 100 Americans die every day from overdoses involving opioids. What can you do to protect your family? Remove the risk of unused opioids from your home, pills, patches, or syrups, in drawers, purses, and cabinets, anywhere they might be hiding. To find out how to dispose of them properly, visit www.fda.gov drugdisposal.
0: This is the Sports Psychology Hour.
2: Hello again, everyone. I am sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. This is the Sports Psychology Hour from our flagship station, Sports Radio 810 WHB in Kansas City. I'm here every week, and we talk about the mindset of athletes, coaches, people. And today's topic is the the importance of ego and the importance of mental health. And this comes in light. Our station, uh, one of the co-owners, one of the founders of this station, had a show called Between the Lines, Kevin Keatsman. He... And the station have parted ways as a result of comments he made this past week about Chiefs coach Andy Reid and the fact that he can't, quote, fix people. And that was taken in context in light of his son who committed suicide several years ago. And I'm talking about athletes are people. And they may be superior physically to all of us. But when we watch them compete, they still have emotions, they have feelings, and, and they have to deal with who they are. As a psychologist, I've worked with them. I know that. They may be big, tough people, but they're still people, and they're not any different than you and me that way. I want to talk about respect. Where has respect gone towards people, the the comments we make towards athletes and coaches and derogatory things about them because they don't do well? It's one thing if they screw up on the field, you want to talk about their performance, but do you talk about them as a person? Let's see what Mike has to say. Mike, good morning. How are you?
5: Good morning. Thanks for taking my call. You're welcome, Um, sir. You know, first thing is I listened to, to... to Kevin for for almost 20 years and and uh um I hate I hate to see something like that happen to anybody um but I I have to say um uh, I, I was pretty uh I was pretty taken back by his comments I I have a uh, I have a daughter that uh committed suicide four years ago oh my and,
2: gosh I'm so sorry sir I'm oh, so thank sorry you. how how well before you go on how are you doing how are you handling all
5: that now? You know, I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm okay. You know, it's, uh, uh, you know, you, you, every day gets a little easier, but every, but it never gets easy. It's kind of what I tell people, you know, um, it's, uh, you have the days that, you know, for me, it's not the holidays and the stuff like that. Those become difficult, but it's just a little reminder driving down the road where you pass by a ball field you played at or something like that, you know, all those types of things. But, um, Yeah, I mean, you know, that's the thing. You make a good point that I, you know, I, um, being in politics and I I hold a political position here in, 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 in Topeka and, and at the same time I get bombarded with, you know, people that don't know me who make comments, you know, you, you know, you're an idiot, you know, you're making a poor legislative decision, all those type of things. And, and, uh, it's the same thing with our athletes and especially, you know, lots of our young athletes, as you kind of said there. There are people too, and, and and there should be certain things that are just off limits. If if we want to criticize their, uh, we want to criticize their performance, like you said on the field, and um, that's the arena that they chose. And
2: they can, and you know, excuse me, let me interject something. They can yeah. handle that. They can handle that because yeah. I've been around. I've I've been in locker rooms. I've, I mean, a lot of them don't like it, but they can handle sure. that. But when you go outside of that and you insult them about who they are as a person. That's sure. wrong. It's just wrong. It's just wrong. Yeah. I, I, I and, and it's disgusting because they are human beings and they've got feelings. I don't care. It, you know, I got to know Bo Jackson, Mike, very well mm-hmm. when I was with the Royals. Bo Jackson was is a human being. Yeah, he's probably the greatest athlete of modern times. And I, and I love the guy. I got sure. to know him quite well. He is a person. He had three kids. Yeah. He had a wife. Yeah. He raised his kids. His kids are grown now. His wife is a child psychologist they got it and bo you know bo got criticized right and left yeah. because you play two sports you should just play one and he sat sat down one day with me and he says doc you know all these people are always on me i should play one sport or the other who else is playing two sports as good as me you know i mean <laughs> yeah. he said i don't care what they say cuz they don't they don't know me they don't know what i'm about he goes they can say whatever they want but as soon as they go over the line and, and i'll tell you something Spring training, this is just interesting, spring training in 1990. We're in Winter Haven playing the Red Sox in a spring training game. Bo came out of the game in about the fourth inning. He ran sprints, warmed up, and then he was on the left field foul pole signing autographs for the entire rest of the game. The bus is getting ready to leave, and, and John Wath, our manager, said, Andy, go get Bo. we got to get out of here. So I go out there, Bo, we got to leave. Okay, Doc, I'm coming. And some guy made some derogatory comment to him. I've been standing there waiting. F you, and Bo just turned around and looked at the guy and said, "You know what, sir? There are kids here. I'm glad yeah. I didn't sign anything for you. You don't deserve it." He walked away and he goes, "Doc, man, these people—they don't get it." Yeah. So, yeah. Mike, the, the the issue of respect—where has it gone?
5: I, you know, I don't know. It, it is. It, it, I've got to the point. I got to the point. You know, uh, where I, you know, I gave up Facebook. You know, um, I, I just, you know, the. You know, I, I'm in no way hold hold you know i hold a i hold a city political position here in town and and uh, you know every you are you're, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't and and that's fine. I can live with i can live with like you said i can live with people making disagreeing with my performance, whether it's to repair this street or whether it's to build this development, whatever I can live with that as long as we we both have and disagree on on that but but it goes so far beyond that where You know, uh, it just beats you down after a while, you know, that, you know, you're an idiot, you're, you know, they personally attack you where you never even met these people. Well, and
2: the thing is, and and the thing is, Mike, what I would, and I'd suggest to you what I always tell athletes, I said, don't listen to those people. They don't know you. They're making a comment about you and they don't even know who you are. You know, they're just making a comment based on what you're doing, not who you are.
5: And, and you're exactly right and I say that and I do that and, and and I'm a pretty strong person but especially for young people and stuff like that I think that's the point you're exactly right um, but you know what I'll say this talks cheap you know we can say that all day I can say that to my kids you know it can go all the way back to sticks and stones and break your bones but at the end of the day if you're just completely always you know uh, hit with it you know what I mean no, no matter how much you try it affects you and that's why I try, you know. I tell my kids, you know, um, you know what they do to college athletes is what's even more beyond me. You know, the college basketball players and college football players, these young kids that
2: they're still, you, in know, the, you know, they may be physically superior, but they're still kids and they're still people. Listen, sir, I want to thank you for yeah, calling. Great hey, comments, and I, and listen, you take care of yourself. I'm sure every day still hurts, but hey, but that I memory will always be with you.
5: Thanks for the
2: topic. Well, thank yeah. you for calling, sir. You take care. Let's go next to Jane. Jane, how are you?
6: Hi, I'm doing well. How are you?
2: Okay. What would you like to share with us?
6: I would say, in terms of respect, it's an important conversation to be having, and I'm glad you're having it. But I think my question would be first for you is, where do you think it started to stray? Or Because really, it's almost, we're in a societal respect crisis.
2: You know, I agree with you, and this it goes across the board. And Jane, we're going to talk for a minute, and then I'm going to put you on hold because we're going to go to a commercial break. I want to continue this conversation with you because, see, to me, respect has gone out the window, and I think people today, and that goes back to this comment about Andy Reid that Kevin Keatsman made. He can't fix people. What? That's ridiculous. It's, his job isn't to fix people. His job is to coach. Stay on hold with us, Jane. We're going to okay. talk more after the break here, but. You know, I'm sports psychologist, Dr. Andrew Jacobs. I'm talking about respect. And I want to hear from you. If you're a coach, you're an athlete, you're a fan, where has respect gone? And why don't we respect athletes, coaches, as people? They've got feelings. They've got emotions. I'm sports psychologist, Dr. Andrew Jacobs. This is the Sports Psychology Hour.
0: This is the Sports Psychology Hour. Are you an athlete, competitor, or ordinary individual who wants to learn how to relax, build confidence, and think more positively? Then the 20 Minutes to Success series of digital downloads and audio CDs from sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs are perfect for you. 20 Minutes to Success will teach you techniques to help you succeed. Dr. Jacobs covers topics like deep breathing for better focus, confidence building, and positive visualization. The 20 Minutes to Success series includes programs for individual sports like swimming, running, tennis, and baseball. You can also target overall athletic performance or relaxation. For more information and to get 20 minutes to success on digital download or CD, go to winnersunlimited.com and click products. That's winnersunlimited.com and click products. One more time, to get 20 minutes to success, go to winnersunlimited.com and click products.
7: Grandma. What's for dinner? Hey, honey, I'm making stew tonight. Ooh, can Nina come over? I'm not sure about our new friend. I wonder if there's been any drinking going on. Alcohol at her age can lead to so many bad things. I've been meaning to ask you, what would happen if someone offered you a drink? Grandma! This is hard. She's so young. But I know I need to talk to her about it now before someone tries to give her alcohol. If anyone ever does offer you a drink, I want you to say no. I have too much respect for my family, and I don't want to get in trouble.
4: brought to you by common ground alliance if you suffer from copd symptoms like shortness of breath and fatigue
3: where do you turn there are medications and oxygen but do you know about pulmonary rehab three out of five copd patients have never heard of it pulmonary rehab is an exercise education and support program that gives you tools to manage your condition and medicare typically pays for it so whether it's grocery shopping on your own or just walking across the room pulmonary rehab can help you Visit livebetter.org to find out about your options for pulmonary rehab today.
5: Here's farmer and landowner John Prue. We purchased the land about three years
1: ago and there was an old farmstead on there with trees. We were going to clear the land so we could farm through it. We thought we knew where the pipe was so we didn't call to get it located. The work on our property led to the damage of a light crude pipeline. Fortunately, no one was hurt, but it could have been much worse.
5: Never assume the location or depth of underground lines. Always call 811 or visit clickbeforeyoudig.com before you start work. A message from the Pipeline Operators for Ag Safety Campaign.
0: This is the Sports Psychology Hour.
2: Hello again, everyone. I am sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. This is the Sports Psychology Hour from our flagship station, Sports Radio 810 WHB in Kansas City. I'm here every week, and today's topic is an important one. It's about respect. This past week, one of the co-owners of the station, one of the founders of the station, a host here since the inception of the station, Kevin Keatsman, made a comment on his show Between the Lines about Chiefs coach Andy Reid that he wasn't good at fixing people. And subsequently, Kevin uh, parted ways with the station as a result of that comment. Basically, insulting Andy Reid because his son committed suicide is essentially what that meant. And that was how it was interpreted. They're a, a disgusting comment. Andy Reid, like I said, I've never met him. But I've heard nothing but wonderful things about him from many Chiefs players who I've met and worked with privately. Some committed suicide. Why would you say that? It's wrong. And this goes back to the whole issue of respect. What has happened to respect in, in our society? Because an athlete's an athlete. We're going to insult them about who they are because they, they, something's wrong. No. You insult them, fine. If they strike out or they drop a pass or they miss a shot, fine. You want to do that, that's one thing. But insulting them as a person, that's just wrong. Let's see. go back to Jane. She waited patiently over the break. Jane, thanks for holding on. Let's get your sure. thoughts about this. What, what's wrong, Jane? I'm glad. It's nice to have a female caller on this show. We don't get many. But what, what are your thoughts?
6: I have a lot of thoughts, but I think the basic thought would be is where our, our standard of how we treat others has been changed or shifted. And I think given the climate with social media as well as, you know, the bottom line is we think of athletes, you know, they are. They're, they're not When you're watching a game, people don't consider that they are human or they have lives out off, or off the field or behind closed doors or anything. And so when we do hear about things that happen to them that other people experience, either they relate or they criticize.
2: Have you ever met any professional athletes or coaches? Do you know any? Yes. You do, and and I do. have they had to deal with with how people yes, treat them? A
6: lifetime, yes. And they've persevered, and either they've kept it quiet or they've sought help or whatever the case is. Um, and so, like you like you were speaking about earlier, is they are human beings, and I think on some level, somewhere along the lines, we've glamorized them and things like that. But the comment that was said earlier this week about Andy Reid, I mean of course it's unacceptable and it's disgusting and I, I think people operate with no limits when it comes to have
2: we, have we lost have, See, I, I, I'm concerned as a psychologist and I, I get this all the time. I had a young man in my office this week who is an athlete. He's a high school athlete but he works part time in the summers as a baseball umpire at youth games mm-hmm. and he told me it's only the, the second time he's been in my office, so I'm just getting to know him. But he broke down crying. Him, 16-year-old boy broke down crying in my office at Dr. Jacobs. I was umpiring yesterday at a game, and the coach and one of the teams started yelling at me, didn't like my calls, started calling me names, used the F word, and I had a panic attack, and I passed out. Yeah. And I'm like, What? He said, yeah, well, they they ended up having to stop the game. I had to leave the field for a while. I came back, but that other team was basically told to to leave. I said, they should be told to leave. That guy should never coach again. Why would he say – does he know you? He says, no, sir. So where do we – Jane, why why do people think they can talk to people like that? At a sporting event –
6: Because they think in the sport realm it's an abuse of power. And so – Somewhere along the lines they've gotten a pass to speak to people it's almost like they take ownership of the players. Or you have, you know, the the radio show and all of that where an opinion becomes a, a judgment. And then when you throw in a family issue, which I believe should be off limits, but not it's not. We operate with no limits anymore. And so it's when you are working with children or even college athletes, their brains aren't fully developed and they're going to absorb all of that. You know and then I we, and I, then we wonder how People, you know, end up being violent, or what they're doing is they're reacting. You know, a parent yells at a child. They bring a child in. My child yells at me all the time. Well, the first question would be is, well, are you yelling at them?
2: I had a Major League Baseball player I worked with for several years. He was pitching for the Philadelphia Phillies as a relief Mm -hmm. pitcher, as a closer. And he did great all year, and then he had a game on a afternoon, Saturday afternoon, and I remember this very vividly. His mother and his th- his wife and three kids were there, sitting behind the Phillies' dugout. He blew the save. Mm-hmm. He gave up a home run. The game got tied. They ended up winning in extra innings, but he was taken out of the game. As he was being brought out of the game, a fan stood up and cursed at him and made derogatory comments without realizing his family was right there about his mother, about what he was going to do to his mother. Because he blew the save. Well, he called me after the game and said, Doc, you'd have been proud of me. I kept my head down and walked in the dugout, but then the police went out in the stands and removed this guy. He says, my mother was sitting four seats away from him. He made some comments there. He goes, Doc, he goes, why would somebody say that? Because I blew a save? He goes, where have we... See, the issue of respect, people think with sports athletes and coaches are super they're supposed to be better than everybody well they're they're people they've got feelings yeah so you said you've 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 known someone professional coach college coach what kind of a person is he or uh she?
6: he was in college and then went professional player and then coach
2: and then how did he deal with this did he i assume he got insulted at times
6: he was insulted all the time and you know admitting that it, it weighs on you i think takes maturity and i, I think as he got older um, he realized it, but it also became you know, it was a weight. And he, he the way he responded was he didn't respond.
2: Well you so. can't. You can't you have you have to learn how to deal with that. But you know, you mentioned something earlier, Jane, you said the issue of social media. And Mike, our previous caller and, and God love the man, he lost his daughter to suicide and he's a politician, apparently a politician and has to deal with stuff all the time. Social media has obviously exploded and there's so many benefits to it, but there's so many negatives to it as well, because people can say things about people without responsibility. Yeah. So what do you think we need to do? Where, where do we go with this? I mean, I, I, I it starts with the top down in terms of who whoever's in charge of whatever. Where has respect gone? If we treat people, you know, there's there's something called the golden rule doing yeah. unto others as you haven't do unto you.
6: And that doesn't apply anymore, though. And so, where is it gone? I think that the the standard has changed. There are no limits about what people can say. Social media is a platform for your voice to be heard, and people take advantage of it. So the situation with Kevin Keatsman, that was an advantage, that, that was an abuse of power, period. And we we do. We, you know when you're in that kind of position, people do abuse it.
2: My, I, want, I want Chris to chime in. Just, just share with everybody what you just told me, Chris. Uh, social media is a faceless person,
5: essentially. You can hide behind a keyboard without being known. You can have a different avatar as your photo. No, You can say what you want to say without be, having to face the repercussions if you are not acting as yourself. What do
2: you think about that, Jane?
6: Yeah, absolutely. I think it's completely, it, it's a cowardly way of, of living, and unfortunately, people think it's real. I mean, how many times do people's feelings get hurt on social media from comments that people haven't made, or they buy these apps to have more likes? So it's 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 not just respect; it's how they're going to be perceived, and it's yeah. it's all about their own personal gain.
2: So so let's take this situation that happened here at the station. Okay, I doubt that Andy Reid was listening because I doubt that he listens to sports radio. I'm sure he doesn't. In fact, I always all the athletes, when I work with teams, I say don't listen to sports radio except for my show. And and when I worked with the Royals several years yeah. ago, a bunch of players would tell me and coaches, they listen to me on the drive in. But here's the thing. If, if you were Andy Reid and you had that heard that comment, how would that make you feel? Did mean, you feel terror? I mean, why would anybody want to degrade someone that way? Okay, so I think the issue comes down to this. We have law, athletes, coaches, people in sports are people. They deserve to be treated as a person. You don't have to like the way they play, they coach. You can be upset at them about screwing up on the field, mm-hmm. but then there's a point where you have to stop and, and you don't go over the edge, especially talking about their personal life or who they are as a person. Do you agree, Jane?
6: I do. But that is the issue. is Who's going to sanction them and who's going to say that's over the line? they're not that's not where our culture is anymore
2: well the, we this the, this, we sta- sta- this station this state this station this station took a stand and relieved did, kevin Keatsman of that, his I job
6: mean, in one way that could be an extreme somebody lost a job and rightfully so i mean that was a fireable um you know offense However,
2: well listen i want to thank listen we got to go to our next break here i want to thank you for your call i very much appreciate your comments this morning and and uh Take care and and appreciate what you had to say.
6: Yeah, thank you for talking about it. And please keep this conversation going because it's everywhere.
2: Okay, take care. I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. We're talking about respect and egos. This is the Sports Psychology Hour.
0: This is the Sports Psychology Hour. The world of youth sports has grown tremendously in the last few years, and with that growth comes questions. What's the right age to let my child start playing? When should winning and losing become important? And how can the youth sports experience be fun? These questions and many more are addressed head-on in sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs' book, Just Let Him Play, Guiding Parents, Coaches, and Athletes Through Youth Sports. Written with Major League Baseball pitcher Jeff Montgomery and Hall of Fame swimming coach Peter Malone. Just Let Him Play tackles the issues that make youth sports increasingly difficult for parents, coaches, officials, and especially kids. Just Let Him Play explains the importance of winning and losing, success and failure, and why it's okay when not every athlete gets a trophy. For more information and to get your copy of Just Let Him Play, go to winnersunlimited.com and click Products. That's winnersunlimited.com and click Products. One more time, for your copy of Just Let Him Play, Go to WinnersUnlimited.com and click Products.
5: Here's farmer and businessman James Wood. We farm
1: about 3,500 acres. There's pipelines everywhere. The contractor working on my property did not have the lines located before he began work, and it resulted on a strike on a natural gas pipeline. Fortunately, no one was hurt, but it could have been much worse.
5: Never assume the location or depth of underground lines. Always call 811 or visit clickbeforeyoudig.com before you start work. A message from the Pipeline Operators for Ag Safety Campaign.
7: All across the country,
2: people are coming together to speed up what we can learn about health. The All of Us Research Program is calling on 1 million people to join us as we try to change the future of health. For your family, for future generations, all of us. Visit joinallofus.org and find out how you can become one in a million. Hello again everyone, I am sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs from our flagship station Sports Radio 810 WHP in Kansas City. I'm here every week as we talk about the mental side of sports on this show and issues related to athletes and coaches, and we've had a very stimulating conversation going on this morning. My show today is in regards to the topic of ego and respect, and this comes in light of the afternoon co-host, or afternoon host here of Between the Lines, Kevin Keatsman, who was relieved of his job this week in response to a comment he made Monday about Kansas City Chiefs coach Andy Reid saying he's not good at fixing people. He wasn't great at a lot of things, and and he's had a lot of things go bad on him, his family, players. Just wrong. Just an insult, and, and that was in response to the fact that his son Garrett died of an accidental drug overdose several years ago. And... Consequently, he's he has uh, left the station as a host. This is this comes in light of things that, and it's not just that. It's it's, it's how we treat athletes and, and people, I mean, how we treat people in general. Uh, Chris mentioned earlier, social media is a, a faceless way to express yourself, and then you can erase what you say. I've been on the radio for 28 years here in Kansas City. 28 years. I'm 64 years old. And I've seen so many things change. You know, if you listen to the show, you know I co-authored the book two years ago with Kansas City Royals uh, Hall of Fame closer Jeff Montgomery and Pete Malone, who is in the U.S. Swimming Hall of Fame. Our book is called Just Let Them Play, Guiding Parents, Coaches, and Athletes Through Use Sports. It's not just let them win. It's about play. It's about having fun. It's about learning about life and having fun, enjoying sport, not about having to win, having to be better than everybody else, having to beat people. I'm really concerned about our society and about people, and I'm concerned about where it's going. And when you feel entitled enough to insult people, it's just plain flat wrong. I've had some pretty awful things happen to me in my life. I've been assaulted. I've, I've been attacked before by psychiatrist who was crazy. I've, I've had things happen to me because I called him out on stuff he did, reported him to the Board of Healing Arts, and he attacked me because I turned him in. He did some awful. He's done some awful things. I've had some things happen to me because I've done the right thing. Okay. Ego and respect go hand in hand. And when it comes to sports, athletes, coaches, they're people. They have personal lives. They have to deal with their parents, their kids, their spouses, their friends. And when you go to a game, I'd just like you to think about this for a second. When you go to your game, your your favorite team, watch them play, and somebody screws up. Do you curse them out? Do you throw a beer at them? Do you tear up their, burn their jersey because they dropped a pass or they struck out or they missed a free throw? Do you tear up their trading cards? Okay, you can be upset at them for doing that. You can be upset at them for messing up. But do you go that far? And then do you start talking about them as a terrible person? Do you think they did it on purpose? That's what I always ask people. Do you think somebody missed a free throw on purpose? No. Did they drop the ball on purpose? No. They're human beings. And they're people. And the thing that bothers me today in our society is that respect has gone out the window. I've been on the air, as I said, for 28 years in Kansas City. Our show is now on in a number of cities, and, and our, our list is growing of cities. I, my goal is to get this show on around the country. Because there aren't a lot of shows like this, especially in sports. There are a lot of shows about statistics and all this stuff, but I talk about the human element. And I'm worried about our younger generation today about where they learn about this respect issue and how they're going to deal with it. I've seen athletes, professional athletes, cry. I've worked with them on their feelings, on their emotions. They are human beings. A golfer doesn't miss a five-foot putt on purpose. Believe me, they're upset at themselves and somebody cusses them out because they missed it because they they lost money on a bet. Athletes professionally and at the Olympic level have to have thick skins. Mental health today is more important than it's ever been because people are starting to realize how important how you feel is, how important your emotions are how important your confidence is. And it starts with the young kids and how they're treated and how we show respect. We've got a problem and we've got to address it. Let's go back to the phones. Let's see what Dave has to say. Dave, thanks for calling in. How are you?
1: Hey, good Sunday morning to you. I, first time I've called in, I listen to you quite regularly on Sunday morning. Well, thank um, you. The, the subject of respect... Um I am in probably two dozen homes a week with the job that I have, and when I see a excuse me what you, what kind
2: of job do you have Dave
1: we We take care of uh, group benefits for uh working class um, we take we we don't go to the work site, we sit down with the family. okay, and I love that aspect of our company but <clears throat> when I and I'm spending an hour, hour and a half with a couple, you know, if it's a married couple. And, and I don't see it often, but when I do, I compliment the couple. And I'll say, you know, I see something between the two of you that I don't see too often, and that is you all respect each other.
2: Let, let me stop and, you right there. I want to I compliment you for saying that because I'm sure that puts a smile on their face. Oh, my goodness. And they they take it for granted.
1: Don't take it for granted. And I said, you know how I could tell you had respect for each other before I interacted with you as I watched your kids? And I said, and I've always said this uh, about respect. It's it's not as much taught as it is caught.
2: You know, if I can interject something there real quick, when when I watched my kids play sports when they were younger. They're 29, and 28 now. I, I always told them, I don't care what happens, you shake the referee's hand after the game. And my You're older right. son, Jonathan, one time said to me, Dad, he did a terrible job. I said, it doesn't That's matter, you still shake his hand because he tried. Yeah. Go ahead.
1: We all do terrible jobs. We're not perfect.
2: <laughs> well, <laughs> sir, listen, I want to thank you for calling in, and, and thank you for, what, for saying that, because you know what? You are probably putting a smile on these people's faces, you're probably helping oh, them feel better about themselves, and we need to do more of that.
1: Well, they need to be reminded of the wonderful job they're doing and the impact that they're making, and it, it is. I, I wish I saw more you know, more of it. And, but you were talking about the sports world. I mean, I, it's such a double standard, though. One of the things I've struggled with with the Kevin Keatsman thing.
2: And we've only got about 20 seconds left here. Go ahead.
1: Real quick. It's just we're watching players get away with so much more and they're still playing
2: well there needs to be accountability across the board so the double
1: standard there is just so i've really wrestled with that well there needs to be accountability
2: about for everybody and that's the whole thing
1: everyone that's correct
2: okay thank you for your call sir i appreciate it Mm -hmm. i'm sports psychologist dr andrew jacobs i'm here every week this is the sports psychology hour and i hope you've enjoyed today's topic it's one we should address more it's about respect it's about ego Our shows are podcasted here at Sports Radio 810 WHB. You go to the website, 810WHB.com. Click on Additional Programming, and you'll find my show podcasted there. You will also find it on my website, winnersunlimited.com. Go to the podcast page, and you'll see it up there. You can reach me several ways. At my office, 816-561-5556. Follow me on Twitter at at Psych. Send me an email at DRJ at winnersunlimited.com. Have a great week. I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. This is the Sports Psychology Hour.
0: You've been listening to the Sports Psychology Hour. For more information, go to winnersunlimited.com. Are you an athlete, competitor, or ordinary individual who wants to learn how to relax, build confidence, and think more positively? Then the 20 Minutes to Success series of digital downloads and audio CDs from sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs are perfect for you. 20 Minutes to Success will teach you techniques to help you succeed. Dr. Jacobs covers topics like deep breathing for better focus, confidence building, and positive visualization. The 20 Minutes to Success series includes programs for individual sports like swimming, running, tennis, and baseball. You can also target overall athletic performance or relaxation. For more information and to get 20 minutes to success on digital download or CD, go to winnersunlimited.com and click products. That's winnersunlimited.com and click products. One more time, to get 20 minutes to success, go to winnersunlimited.com and click products.
4: Visit www.fda.gov slash drug disposal.
7: Hi, Grandma. What's for dinner? Hey, honey, I'm making stew tonight. Ooh, can Nina come over? I'm not sure about our new friend. I wonder if there's been any drinking going on. Alcohol at her age can lead to so many bad things. I've been meaning to ask you, what would happen if someone offered you a drink? Grandma? This is hard, she's so young, but I know I need to talk to her about it now before someone tries to give her alcohol. If anyone ever does offer you a drink, I want you to say no. I have too much respect for my family and I don't want to get in trouble. Okay. Really? I promise, Grandma. I love you too. Okay, how about tasting this stew and telling me what you think?
1: Mmm. Some children may try alcohol as young as nine years old. It's not too early to talk about drinking. For tips on how to begin the conversation, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. That's underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. This message brought to you by SAMHSA and this station.